Well, hello, welcome back to On the Peak of Mount Stupid Lockdown series. Now, I'm with Sam, which is the same as every week, so no change <laughs> there. Um, for some of you, that might be exciting. For some of you, it might be disappointing. I don't know. Um, for me, it's exciting. Right. But so, Sam, <laughs> something I've been thinking about over the past few days is, yeah. is that it's very strange that we, every week when we release this, we look like we're on a video call, but right. we actually have no idea what each other look like. <laughs> well, e- because each week, because we're if for people at home, we're just literally on the phone right now and then filming ourselves separately, right? E- exactly. So you could be you could be topless, or I I could be I could be wearing old clothes, and you would have no idea. I'm not topless. Okay, I was worried. I just wanted to clear that up. What are you wearing? Well, I'm just I'm just wearing normal stuff, man. <laughs> normal stuff. Yeah, normal stuff. That's very different to who you are, depending on who you are. Sorry. Oh, I see. I thought he meant that's different for me. Is that I don't normally wear normal stuff. <laughs> no, yeah. like a dress is normal for some people. Is that what you're wearing? I'm not wearing a dress. Okay, good to know. No, good to know. <laughs> no, I'm I'm wearing appropriate clothing for the environment. <laughs> Oh mate. Anyway, what we're doing? Anyway, right. What we're doing is normally in our in our on the peak amount stupid is that Sam would bring to me a philosophical or a critical thinking topic that I've never heard about, explain it to me, and we'll apply it. But uh, while we're in lockdown, what Sam is doing is uh, well, we're both reviewing some of those topics that we did in series one, but applying it to the lockdown environment that we're all in. So this yes. week we're reviewing a topic called boredom leads to brilliance which, as I'm sure you, listener, watcher, observer, will agree, is probably quite relevant. So, Sam, why don't you give us a recap as to what Boredom Leads to Brilliance is all about, and then we can go into sort of exploring it. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> not, not I, all. That was like a news newsreader. Thank you. Over to you. I'm going to sound like a broken record again, but we are obviously not going to give as much information as the original podcast. So if you want loads of info on this, um, head over there as that kind of went into it quite deeply, which is cool. I'm just going to quickly take us through some of the, um, you know, some of the, the quick things in that. Now, what Boredom Needs to Brilliance is, is came from a uh, TED talk that I listened to about two or three years ago or so, which talked about um, that once you get bored, now when I say bored, I don't mean just like, oh, so I'm going to do something else. I mean, when your brain goes into a bit of like, it's not being stimulated by things going on around you, by technology or whatever, you enter into something called default mode. Um, which is when your brain actually starts getting quite busy, mm. but you're not being stimulated by other things around you. So it's not being, you know, it's not, the focus is not on anything else. Okay. Now, once you start daydreaming, daydreaming uh, or reaching into this subconscious, uh, different connections start taking place, which is quite cool. So what happens is in default mode, you start like solving nagging problems that you maybe can't like logically solve in your brain, or uh, maybe you start autobiographical planning. What am I doing with my life? What's my, what's my future? What all these sorts of things that if you consciously think about, maybe it causes a bit of stress or tension. But when you're not thinking about it and your brain is default in default mode, you start actually sort of piecing things together a little bit. Uh, Sometimes you head back and look at the past and look at big moments Mm. and sort of create a personal narrative. Um, And, you know, there's things like that, basically. And uh, and so during this time, you're actually getting a lot of stuff done without you really realizing 
Andrew, and, over to you. Thank you. <laughs> that was lovely. I was. I felt like I was listening to a podcast. Then it was great. Um, oh, great. Yeah. And one of the, one of the things, one of the interesting things that we talked about when we when when we did it originally was that this this default mode that we slip into, <clears throat> that it's a funny sort of middle ground between conscious and subconscious. It's like mm-hmm. we're not intentionally thinking about it, but if someone were to come in and go, "What are you thinking about right now?" We'd be able to we'd be able to explain it and. Um, they're actually often the times when Rebecca will say to me, "What are you thinking?" And I'll go, "Do you know what? I was having the I was having the most random thought, but I didn't I hadn't really chosen to think about it. It was just my brain that sort of started thinking about this stuff. Um, so yeah, so it's this it's this kind of middle ground. And Sam, something that you you very well explained in the original podcast was that how in in we have this um, habit of sort of multitasking in the way that we work of, of, of swapping yeah. between things that we're doing and how that is actually physiologically tiring and using energy. Do you want to explain a bit about that as well? Recap that. So every time we're sort of switching an idea and that could be anything you could check. Someone might text you and you may be talking to someone, you look at the text on your phone or you may have a thought because of you see the dishes need doing or something, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. You, you sort of go through this neurochemical switch, which is taking up literal nutrients, energy is being taken by changing your focus from one thing to another. And so what's going to happen there is you're going to get tired more quickly. And you're actually also never really going to be like focused on that one thing, which, um, which it says, which I remember saying before, actually, sorry, it's in my notes, I need to make sure. Um, oh, yeah. So once we change our attention, it can take um, like, like 30 odd seconds or so to get really into the next thing again. Mm. Now, apparently, we used to change our attention every three minutes or so, but now with all of the stimulus that is going on, we now are like changing our attention every 45 seconds or whatever, and it's just like, bam, bam, bam. And um, actually, I think as my brother said, that actually not only can it take you 30 seconds to get back into like something small, but it can take you like up to 30 minutes to get back into a big job again if you lose your attention from it. Yeah. And so, and and it, and if you do the maths there, so if we if we change on average every forty five seconds, and it takes us thirty seconds to get into something, we're only having fifteen seconds of focus. I mean, it's, on, it's on average, hard. I know the maths is, you know, we're it's sweeping averages here, but but if you felt that sort of, you've got four or five messages in it and you're meant to reply to every single one yeah. of them. You've got a couple of things you're supposed to be doing. It's like overwhelmingly, um, like. It's weird. It's not stressful because if we boil it down, none of those things are actually a stressful thing to deal mm. with. But when I think it's when your brain is being overwhelmed with all these things, you, yeah. it feels it feels like you've got big stresses going on. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and so if it feels like that, then you do have big stresses going yeah. on, even though they're not big deals, really, if that kind of makes sense. I'm not yeah. trying to take away from it. I'm just trying to, you know... <laughs> And and one don't of the, offend anyone. Yeah, yeah. you're working hard at that, aren't you? Yeah, um, trying, trying. Um, so, and one of the interesting things we talked about again on the original podcast, which probably is worth you listening to, if you've been interested so far, then honestly, listen to the original. Um, yeah. But was how um, even in modern day society, where we're where we're flicking through our phones, like Instagram, social media, that every time you go to a new post or a new picture, that is effectively a change of topic, and so that yeah. uses some of that 
that brain power, but also how we how we in our working environments with emails on our phone, with the ability to have multiple programs running on our laptops. It's something that we're all doing all the time is is swapping yeah. between topics and tasks and how when we, you know, even if we come back from a busy day at work or, or, or not come back from busy day at work, but just finish work at home because we're working from home and then try to have an evening at home in the same space that we're working. Um, we then will try to switch off and, and relax by going onto our phone or or looking at the news or something that is, again, often switching tasks and we think we're relaxing, but actually we're tiring ourselves out. We're using yeah. energy in trying to relax. And that's made me think, I'm going to slip in seamlessly here, Sam, into the lockdown application. <laughs> and you're, you're, I'm just going to wow. tell you that because otherwise you wouldn't realise we'd done it. Because um, it was so seamless. It, it, you, yeah, you were just. It's like it's like we 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 went from night to day, and and you'd still be wearing your sunglasses, and suddenly you go, oh my goodness, it's dark. How did that happen? So um, I just want to help you there. Okay? <laughs> Thanks for warning me. That's right. So, so we've made the transition. Okay. Can you feel? Can you feel it? I, I'm sensing something. Good. <laughs> <laughs> we're in. Um, <laughs> So in, in I've been thinking a bit about like all this Zoom, this Zoom fatigue that we're talking mm-hmm. about um, or or house party fatigue or messenger video. I, I, I'm sure there are lots of different providers of, of messenger conf- video conferencing. Um, Google Hangout, that's another one. Anyway, but it's uh, <laughs> we, we tend to find it pretty, I, I find it very tiring. And I think the reason for that is you've got multiple faces on the screen. Even if you're just doing it one other person, you've got your face and their face and you're, and you're switching between the two. And every time you switch, your your mind is associated is thinking about different things. So, yeah. when you look at your face, you're thinking, "How am I looking? Is my face is am I giving my facial reactions well enough? Am I showing my interest? Am I smiling enough? Are, you know, are my teeth looking yellow? That kind of thing. Is my is my nose sunburnt? Oh, yes, it is. Um, and then when you and then when you look at them, you're then thinking, "Okay, what are they talking about? What's in the background? What are, you know." Why have they got their washing up in the background? You know, whatever it is, and and your brain is constantly making these different connections. So if you then got four people on the screen, it's it's doing that four times as much. And so I think I think that's one reason why it's it's quite fatiguing having this over visual stimulus where our brain is having to change focus and go from thing to thing to thing to thing. It is literally using up energy. And in a time like that, the 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 temptation to then switch off by doing basically exactly the same thing zooming friends and family or or going on yeah. social media means that we are we are t- we're using our energy at a at a remarkable rate and that's probably why a number of people are saying you know i don't know this is weird but i'm super tired in yeah. lockdown because of of that partly because of that phenomenon any thoughts there sam no, I, mate, I completely agree. I, because I've, I've not thought of it like that before. So mm. you pinpointing like that has been like, you're right, like, and it is tiring, and like, you're like, there's nothing else to do, and then people want to zoom you. Like sometimes you're like, no, I don't want to. I, want, I yeah. don't want to do that. It's too tiring. <laughs> but the, the thing that interests me though is like we, I, not that it's a problem necessarily, but we've not gone into the topic title of boredom leads to brilliance yet, I suppose. And um, well, we're only twelve minutes in. No, no, I know. That's you know. I, you made a seamless transition. I'm making my own seamless transition. Yeah. Well, why does into- your transition feel like criticism? <laughs> because brilliance to me is criticism. That's why I got taught growing up. <laughs> oh, I hope your parents don't listen to this. No. I- <laughs> yes. <Yeah, same. laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> no, you, did a, you um, did a great job, David Nudge. Yeah, you did. You yeah, did, a, you yeah, did a great you job did. with two of our two you of the did, Hardy you did boys. The best that you could with what you had. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so no. The the thing I was gonna uh, that I was finding interesting, and there's two sides to this, is how um, we've got all this time. Well, some people do, some people don't. But say yeah. you've got all this time, and 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 we are finding ourselves bored. But how often do we allow ourselves just to be and just to sit and just to do nothing and just to allow our brain to enter that uh, default mode that I talked about earlier on in the episode? And yeah. um, and and the answer for me personally is not very often. Now, I am still working and I've got things going on, but like there's always times in my day where it's easy to sit on my phone or go on my Switch or or watch YouTube or whatever mm. it is. And and actually, as someone who's trying to do something in the creative sector, it would probably be a good idea if I literally did nothing at times in my day because of what the, the research that I've looked into and whatnot and did nothing so that I could potentially get some better ideas or, or blah, 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 whatever it is, um, um, because that's what I'm sort of aiming for. Do you see mm. what I mean? A little bit, Andrew. Absolutely. And and I think also it's important to say that it's it's not necessarily a really obvious equation of sort of one plus one equals two of, you know, I, I, I intentionally sit down and just and do nothing, allow myself to be bored. And, and as I'm doing that, I, you know, in your case, Sam, I suddenly find myself with loads of material for my comedy gig. It's more yeah. like it, it, it helps your brain to be in a with a more creative disposition in the rest of life it sort of helps your brain to to sit into a into a more natural healthy state which means that creativity throughout the rest of life is more available and more more easily accessed so it's it's almost about setting yourself setting ourselves up building in a habit of of this kind of of boredom intentional boredom or embracing the boredom that we find that will have impacts in in the way our brain works in the rest of life. Would you say that's fair? I say that's absolutely fair. Yeah. There's been a huge contrast as well of people I've seen on social media where some people are like um the fact that other people are achieving certain things is stressing them out. So you <laughs> like, it's no no well it sounds it sounds funny but like no, no I get it I get it so there's people who are like like oh I've done this and I've done that and they actually sound like tall sometimes but that's fine they do what they want um and other people are like are you talking I've... about my post the other day yeah, yeah you sounded <laughs> the worst you sound like such a <laughs> knob yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh the but like but and that's okay um they can achieve whatever they want and other people are saying if I put my shoes on today or if I if I make sure the the kids don't die um i don't have kids but so after winning successful um, day yeah yeah they did not die (laughs) um no but like then that's also succeeding which it is i'm not like i'm not trying to put any sort of like but uh i don't know what the ceiling on anyone's expectations or achievements but i i think like there's like two camps and either one thinks the other one's wrong or whatever whereas Mm. it's just like you got to find what works for you i suppose i i see the post that i like if you manage to do one thing today you like well done and i'm like well i don't i don't want that i'd like to i would like to do more and that's okay and if i don't Mm. I'm not going to get sad about it, but it's not, it's not like what I'm aiming to do. I would love to be able to do more things every day, if that makes yeah. sense. So, yeah. so for me, I, I, I would like to achieve other things and, and do more things. Whereas I don't know, Andrew, how do you feel about that? I, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, thankfully I, I don't really, I'm, I'm not really that engaged in those kind of platforms. So I, I don't really feel that aware of how other people are communicating 
Yeah. I think for me, I think I can relate to when I'm bored in lockdown that my my brain or I think, okay, so what am I going to do? Rather than thinking it's okay to be bored, why not just get a cup of tea and just sit? I mean, you, in the in the original yeah. podcast, you 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 reference a, a philosopher, a guy called Peter Rollins, or Pete to his friends, who who <laughs> would you know sometimes inten- you know intentionally sit down and just let his brain think and, and think through things. And I think yeah. that for me, I, I've been reflecting a bit on uh, as our you know as as a society, I think our our lack of mental resilience has been exposed by the coronavirus lockdown because we struggle um with space we struggle with having a, an unfilled diary we struggle having times when we don't have things to do because yeah. i think we've lost this art of allowing our brains to go in default mode and what it means is that when when we're faced with emptiness it it, it intimidates us because it reveals things on the inside that, that maybe we try to bury and so we avoid it and I think there's a great, you know, if 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 we land in some real ap- uh, applications for for lockdown life, I think to embrace the the sort of intimidation of nothingness of sitting down and just letting your brain go and just having a cup of tea and enjoy doing nothing, I think that in the long term it will help our mental resilience, and yeah. I think it's it, um, intensely worthwhile thing to practice. And I think that whilst we might not, you know, things that come out of that kind of practice, we will find ourselves more creative. We will find ourselves with a with a clearer view of sort of key moments in our life. You know, just the other day, I sent a message to someone after I had a time in the morning where I, I effectively was just sitting, reflecting as I ate breakfast and my brain went into this default mode and I found myself remembering a key decision I'd made that had really affected the course of my life and someone who'd helped me make that decision. And I thought, oh, I'm going to send him a message. And, and But, it, you know, even that little moment, I think actually helps me with this narrative of my life i get to see the decisions that i've made why i've made them how it's guided the way i've gone and that's exactly the point is it is it gives us mm. this overarching clarity on on who we are where we come from and, and why we're going in the way we're going and making sense of of challenges that we've faced as well rather than just covering them over with business allowing them to become part of our narrative and accepting them as part of us it, it, it's all so worthwhile i ran out of steam there no, 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 you, you landed in the train terminal. <laughs> train station, I think it is. Nope, nope, the terminal. The terminal, yes. Nice. End of the line. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I really, uh, it's hard because like, as someone who's talked about this, listened to podcasts on it, this is my second one that I've done on this, I'm mm. still bad at, at yeah. sitting and doing nothing and... And I and and that is something I just need to learn. I don't mm. know. Like it's it's an effort to do nothing. That's what's weird. Yeah. Is that you'd assume it's an effort to it's not an effort to do nothing, but it is because of how easy and how we've trained our brains yeah. to react to the to the stimulus. So what sitting down and watching Netflix is not being bought is not good is not like this sort of good board. No. And and you and you, you know, that's not a criticism again to Netflix, but it's just what it isn't. Exactly. And it's it's something to do, but it's but it's it's not allowing your brain to go into default mode. Yeah. And and we should probably be doing this at, at least once a day. At least yeah. probably. Maybe more. Yeah. And so just to give a couple of ideas of, I think, things that probably help us to go into default mode, I would say gardening is probably quite a good thing. Even if, mm-hmm. even if, you know, even if it's like one potted plant on your balcony, like 
even even trying to spend some time that that probably helps you go default mode i think sitting with a cup of tea or or your breakfast and not doing anything while you do it no you know having no input while yeah. you do it is probably a really good way of doing it and and equally just sitting and being is probably the best way of doing it isn't it um walking yeah. might be another good one walking without any stimulus so not listening to a podcast not on the phone not with anyone else that could yeah. be another good way of doing it and any other suggestions from you sam I just, uh, I think your suggestions are good. I just think it's also worth noting not to be discouraged if you can't, because I bet it's like a muscle that if you train, it yeah. will it will get stronger and it will become easier to do. Mm. Um, so even just things like, I know how I work, just doing it for three minutes to begin with or five nice. minutes and then going, okay, now it's going to then, then try and do it for, well, however long it takes, I suppose, because people are different. It's, it's like meditation, I suppose, but not yeah. quite naming it that, is it? So yeah. I don't know. And it is, I mean, it's remarkable. This is this is age-old stuff that we sort of lost the art of, of doing it. Um, yeah. You think about how long it took people to, to cook in ages past. And, and that's probably, it's all these subtle things where people probably didn't realize they were doing it, but they, there was just space in their life to, yeah. to enter default mode that we've lost. And it's about re-carving out those spaces. And it's a long-term game. You know, the, the, the impact of this will be seen over over years, not days. And yeah. that's why it's, you know, it's not going to be a quick win, but it is going to be a deep character win over the long term. So highly recommended. Andrew. I know. You're a wonderful soul. Oh, I know. So I didn't think you were going to say that. <laughs> that sounds very arrogant. Was, Andrew, I know. You're a wonderful soul. I, I know, mate. <laughs> I know. I, I thought I you were going to say this. it's time to end. I well, I was, but I was going to say you're a wonderful soul, but get out of my life. Yeah, you got to go to the post office. <laughs> that's true. I do. Um, you do. It's so boring, but it's, I'm just going to do it borderly. If that's borderly, a good word, because <laughs> creatively, I make up words when I'm bored. You know, like that was a great word to make up. So anyway. I would, I would criticise you, but Shakespeare did the same thing, and now they're in the dictionary. So I can't, I can't hate on you for that, mate. They do know me as modern day Shakespeare I'm not gonna lie um we should end it there good yeah. to speak to you all <laughs> Andrew and the modern day Shakespeare have a good week <laughs> enjoy yourselves and uh, make sure you uh stay hygienic see you later Pico. see ya.